This is Animals Voice Podcast, presented by the Ontario SPCA with 50 communities working together for animal welfare. We've got another great show for you on the way, so put your paws up, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Welcome to Animals Voice Podcast, Season 2, Episode 5. I'm your host, Kevin McKenzie, and I appreciate you uh, checking us out. We've got a really cool topic today I'm looking forward to talking about. I've got Colleen Bradley with me as my guest today. She is the manager of Planned Giving at the Ontario SPCA. Hello. Hello, Kevin. How are you today? I'm great. How are you? I'm wonderful. Thank you. Thank you for joining me. Um, First of all, as we just heard, your title is manager of Planned Giving. Yes. What is Planned Giving? So Planned Giving is a really interesting way to give to your favorite charity. Plan giving is a way to give through your will, so you make a charitable will bequest, life insurance, an annuity, uh, trust, so it involves making a financial plan of some sort, and it also involves legal documentation, so it's not just writing a check and sending it into the OSPCA, you actually have to use... Uh, and go to your lawyer, a financial planner, to actually complete that that gift. Okay, okay. How did you get into this? Oh, a really good question. I got into it because um, I used to be a will and estate planner at Royal Trust for many, many years. Okay. And uh, an interesting thing happened. I went to an event, and uh, it was for a charity, and they were telling me how my skills could really help charities. And uh, I was talking to a director of development, and he actually said, um, well, Colleen, I know there's a a position available right now at the Heart and Stroke Foundation. And that was uh, in 1989. Wow. So I've been doing plan giving uh, since 1989 and did get that position at the Heart and Stroke Foundation and worked there for many years, worked at Easter Seals, uh, have worked... um, in organizations and as consulting for organizations to get the plan giving programs up and going and enhanced and getting revenue in from people who really want to make a difference and not only make a difference in uh, for their organizations that they support like the OSPCA but make a difference in their their uh, family life too because there's many many benefits of making a plan gift. Okay, I, I want to I'm trying to learn this whole yes. planned giving thing. So what are different ways someone can make a planned gift? Is it as simple as I want to leave X amount of dollars in my estate or in my will yep. to the Ontario SPCA? Or how does that work? Okay, so the most common type of planned gift is a will bequest. In Canada, right across Canada, uh, at every charity that uh, accepts planned gifts, about 98% of all planned gifts are charitable will bequests. Okay. So interesting, right? It's how that revenue comes in is 98% of all charities get a will bequest. Okay. And how do you do that? You, uh, I'm very, very passionate about everyone should have a will, whether they leave money to a charity or not. So get your will done. Make sure your family is looked after. Make sure your heirs have the resources that they need. But the most important thing to look at is how could I do something great for the charities that I've supported and help my family. Okay. So you can actually have tax benefits by giving a a charitable will bequest to the OSPCA in such a way that the government gives you taxes back from previous years and eliminates the taxes in the year of death. So you, you can actually eliminate taxes 
and have more uh, coming back to your family. Nice. Yeah. So, so it's really interesting. Now, is it, I'm, I'm thinking about real estate. I'm thinking about yep. investments. Are are there intricacies to giving uh, via those vehicles versus, yep. you know, you have X amount of dollars in the bank when you yep. pass away and you want that going to, to certain charities. Is it different for real estate or for securities? Well, it's really interesting because um, you can give your family home, for example, or a cottage in your in your will and say, I would like to give that to the SPCA. The, the uh, executor would sell that real estate within the estate and then give the cash to the OSPCA. So you can say in your will, I'd like such and such an asset, whether it's my home, whether it's a cottage, where it's a condo, and I'd like those proceeds of that sale to go to the OSPCA. Okay. So that's an example. Yeah. Or you can actually say, huh, I'd like to give my, my home right now to the OSPCA, but I'd still like to live in it. Okay. Right? And so you can tr you can actually deed your home or your cottage or your condo to a charitable organization, live in it, and you know that, that the owner is the OSPCA. Okay. It's so that's that's an agreement so that upon your passing, at that point, the Ontario SPCA has... has ownership. Okay. Yeah. So those those are interesting things to think about. Not, not a lot of gifts like that in Canada. Okay. Right? Because there are... Um, there are things you have to think about. So somebody else owns your home, but you have to pay the taxes, you have to pay the maintenance, you have to do all that. And so, and once you've done that, you can't, you can't revoke that. Okay. Right? So there's lots of things to think about in doing something of a gift of real estate um, before, your, before uh, death. Okay. Um, another way to give is through a life insurance policy. We have a lot of younger donors who would like to make a difference, um, but they don't have a lot of assets, mm -hmm. right? And so one of the things that a life insurance policy does, it creates uh, an estate, right? It, it, just by having that contract and paying those premiums, you create a $300,000 estate or a $400,000 or $200,000 estate that you can give to your favorite charity, to the OSPCA. Wow. Yeah, and there's a couple of ways of doing that. You can pay the premiums and get those deducted uh, as a as a uh, tax receipt. Okay. Right. So during your lifetime, every premium you pay, you get a tax receipt from the OSPCA, and then upon death, um, the two hundred thousand goes to the OSPCA. Or you can not tell us and not do it that way. Have the OSPCA as the beneficiary. Mm -hmm. We don't pay any of your, you pay your premiums, we don't give you any tax receipts, but when that $200,000 comes to the OSPCA upon your death, the whole $200,000 gets a tax receipt. Okay. Right? Huh. So, do you need the tax relief now? Right. Or do you need it later when you're no longer here, but because upon death, uh, the federal government has deemed everything that you own mm -hmm. is now being been sold so if you have a capital gains problem that's a really good way to uh, eliminate that I was going to ask you about the different benefits yes. of a planned gift but you've done a great job I think articulating to me yep. what those different benefits are but is there one is there one uh, mostly beneficial way <laughs> yeah. to get a planned gift that, that, that is the most important for our listeners to consider 
Very good question. And um, no. Okay. <laughs> right? It depends on their situation. Yes. Anyway. Very good. Because each, in which I love, right? Each person, each donor has their own circumstances, their own uh, family to consider, or no family. Could mm. have a person who's, you know, been single all their lives and, and has had... Uh, their children are their animals, yeah. right? And so what they really want to do is be able to um, leave a bequest to the OSPCA. And one of the things is everybody's life is different. So, you know, someone could be elderly and is on a fixed income, mm -hmm. but they have money in the bank. They have GICs or um, <clears throat> uh, Canada Savings Bonds, and they're not getting a very good rate of return. Mm -hmm. They could do a charitable annuity and get a great rate of return, lower their taxes on their income every year, and make a substantial gift to the OSPCA. So it depends on their age, it depends on their family circumstances, it depends on what they want to accomplish. Okay. However, that being said, 98% of all planned gifts are will bequests. Right. So... What I like to do is, speaking with uh, our donors, there's no obligation. They can just have a conversation with me, and I can figure out to, together with them what's best for their circumstances. Okay. So if I'm sitting at home listening right now, yeah. and this all sounds great to me, yeah. where do I start? Right. Good, good question, right? Um, I always say start where you are, <laughs> right? <laughs> and give me a call is one of the most important things because most people will have questions because quite frankly most of us are uh, normal human beings and we don't think about our mortality right we don't that's confronting right is that and difficult I don't mean to interrupt you and I'm going to yeah, come yeah. back to this question yeah, but yeah but when when I saw I was going to be talking to you on the podcast yeah. what immediately leaps to my head is is it awkward? Is it difficult to talk to people about this? Because it all centers around their mortality. Yes. Well, I've been a will and estate planner. I've been at, since the, er, the early 70s mm -hmm. and, um, and doing this every day. So for me, it's not awkward mm -hmm. because that's just a fact of life. We're all going to pass away. It's inevitable. And if we can just calm our fears down a little bit, we can have intelligent conversations. And that's a big part of my job is to, what are you afraid of? Yeah. What are the things that really are bugging you about this, right? And it could be, well, I'm afraid that if I pass away, what's going to happen to my pets? Mm -hmm. What's going to happen to my animals? I'm the one who loves them the most and I have nobody else. Mm -hmm. Or it could be, um, you know, my family members, were, we're a chaotic family. There's been lots of turmoil, and so I'm afraid that, you know, that that my wishes aren't going to be fulfilled. Right. Or I'm just afraid of, I don't know. Mm. Right? I don't know. It sounds complicated. I don't know what to do next, right? Mm -hmm. And so there, what I try to do is clear away all those fears so we can have a conversation so you know what you need to do, how to do it, and get peace of mind. I don't think that sounds like an easy job. I think I think it takes a special sort of person to be able to do what you do. Yeah, I thoroughly enjoy it. Nice. Thoroughly enjoy it, and um, and I think that um, my donors, uh, all the donors that I've spoken to over the years, um, also enjoy the conversation at the end. They're they're relieved, and they've got some clarity, 
and they've got um, a, a plan of what they need to do. And the other thing that's really neat about um, being so long in this field, I know all the good lawyers, right, <laughs> of who to go to that it's not like, oh, okay, here's the document. No, they have great conversations and they really want to make sure that their their client is happy with their will mm-hmm. and that um, all issues that the client may have are addressed in that document. Okay, so I'm at home. I've yep. decided I want to do this. Yep. How, how do our listeners reach you, by the way? Oh, they can call me at 1-888-668-7722, extension 324. Okay. Know that I'm in the office only two days a week. So I'm in Mondays, and for the month of August, I'm in on Thursdays, but then I'll go be going back to Fridays. Okay. Okay, so, uh, or they can email me at uh, cbradley at ospca.on.ca. Okay. Any question, any question. Um, what is the power of attorney? Why should I have one? Okay. What's that all about? Um, what, can, what can I put in my will if I don't want to give um, my family some money, right? Okay. Uh, I have all those answers and the legalities about that. Okay, so we're going to repeat that contact information at the end of our segment Perfect. again. Perfect. But So here's a question I have right yes. now. So I've decided I want to do this. I contact you, but yes. let's say there's a very specific area of animal welfare at the Ontario SPCA yep. that I want to support. Um, I, I want to support investigations, for okay. example. Perfect. Okay, so animal cruelty yep. is, is my... My topic that I care about, I want to specifically give my estate or, or my uh, my portion of my estate to that. Am I able to specify my, my, my gift that much? Yes. And one of the really good things about this, Kevin, bringing that up, is that you've called in. You're going to have a conversation with me. I'm going to send you all the information about the benefits of making a plan gift. I'm going to send you the how-to... Uh, guide of doing your will I'm going to send you a will planner and in that will planner are all the clauses so if you want to give to investigation here's what you say and and if you want to give to animal care here's what you say okay and you are you have a whole package that you can take to your lawyer and the lawyer says oh that clause I can just plunk that right in there and so you're what I want to accomplish in um, having conversations is that you're clear, then you can give it to your lawyer that's, and he's clear or she's clear, and that your wishes, if it's investigations, that's done. Okay. And one of the things that when we get that will bequest in, you've passed away, we see that, we highlight that, and we make sure it's that designated, whatever amount that money is, it goes to that program. And that program, or what about a branch? What, you know, We have listeners across the province. So yes. I live in Brockville. I've yes. had a relationship with the Brockville branch for years and years and years. Yes. That's where I want to support. Is that is that something you can do? Absolutely. It's designated. So your will mm-hmm. is your wishes. And okay. so we have, it's called a fiduciary duty to follow those wishes, expressed wishes. And so when, so it comes into me, your will has come into me, you've passed away, Kevin, sorry about that. I know. I'm so sorry. How are you feeling right now? Uh, (laughs) Continue. Let's just throw a drone. Yes. And so I look at that and you say, I want it to go to Brockville and I want it to be investigations. And you can say you want 50% to go to Brockville for the Brockville branch and 50% of this donation to go to uh, investigations, we can do that no problem. Okay, excellent. Is there a minimum amount I can leave to the Ontario SPCA? 
in my in my estate or you can leave, gift? You can leave any amount you want. Okay. Any and so amount. no maximum either? No. <laughs> there's no maximum. We we like the maximums and there's no minimum. We've had fifty dollar gifts in wills. Okay. Right? Okay. And one of the things that I also love about plan giving is any amount is up to your uh, financial circumstances. We we appreciate. You've taken the effort to go to your lawyer to include uh, the OSPCA in your will. We treat it, your bequest as importantly as a $5 million bequest because all those bequests add up mm-hmm. to, to the work that we can do, okay. right? Yeah. And so... Uh, we don't have different rec- recognition policies. Everyone who's done this is all in um, the Animals Voice um, Advocate Society. Okay. So everyone is in there. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm curious about that. how long that process is. You just talked about how detailed it needs to be. So yes. if I start dialogue with you, Colleen, yeah. and then... We get our stuff sorted out, and then I go off to my lawyer. Like, yeah. Is that a long process, or how quickly can I get this sorted out? Oh, so it, it can be long, and it can be short, okay. right? Why? So it's Okay, so it can be long because you're not clear about what you want to do. Okay. Uh, here's an example. I just got off the phone this morning of a woman who is really concerned about her, um, her pet, mm-hmm. and she knows she's never been married. She knows that, and she's not close to any of her family members. She's got two nephews, and um, what does she? What? How does she do that? Should she get a corporate executor? Should she go to the bank, and or should she you, uh, have her nephews be the executors? And she's not sure about what she should do. And so we have a, this ongoing conversation about the benefits of a corporate executor, the benefits of family. So it's getting the person as clear as possible of what makes them happy and gives them peace of mind. Some people know exactly and say, I just want to go to my lawyer, give me that clause. I know exactly what I want. And they get an appointment and they're in in their lawyer and that can be done in a week. Okay. As long as you know, as long as you know what your assets are, who you want to give them to, who you don't want to give them to, and if you don't want to give your assets to certain people, you have to have clauses in there so your um, uh, executor is very clear and no one contests your will. Mm-hmm. And um, and then choosing your executor. Who do you want to have represent you when you're no longer here? That's probably the hardest part. Okay. Who, who thinks like you, Kevin? Oh. And, <laughs> right? You don't want to consider that. I know. And who thinks like you and could do all those things mm-hmm. for you? While they're grieving. Okay. Right? So there's a lot. We have very interesting conversations mm-hmm. because it's it's not just uh, uh, cut and dry. There's a lot of emotions going on. There's mm-hmm. a lot of things to consider and contingency plans. So your question is, is like it could, I've had somebody who's uh, put off doing their will for 18 months. And then I've had people who go just, who make their will just like that. Mm-hmm. And Sometimes circumstances forces it, right? Like you find out you're not you're you're ill, so you have to do your will. I feel as though you must forge really meaningful relationships with your donors. You're having very um, serious dialogue about some of the biggest choices that they're going to make. You must build some tremendous rapport, but then. These people pass away and, and give us such a meaningful gift. Yes. Is that hard on you? 
I've gone to a lot of funerals. It, it, it's, it's not hard. It's, the words are, you know, it's emotional. Yeah. But I know I've helped those people, right? I've helped those donors and they had clarity Mm -hmm. and their wishes are going to be fulfilled. And uh, one of my favorite stories is going to a funeral. And, of course, the family hasn't met me, Mm -hmm. right? Like uh, the daughters of this gentleman hadn't met me. And uh, when I introduced myself, I'm Colleen Bradley from the OSPCA. They went, you're the cookie lady. (laughs) Because this gentleman, his wife had passed away. And uh, she had made him cookies every Friday. For his whole entire marriage, and he missed. And he told me that story. He missed the cookies, so uh, I brought cookies. And now, Kevin, this is something you might not know about me, but I, I'm not a very good cook or baker, right? <laughs> and so one time I brought cookies, and they were burnt. And he told his family, "Oh, she brought me cookies, but they were burnt, right?" <laughs> and now the whole family knew that story, and they said, "Thank you so much," because. He had really wonderful memories and told the family this. And his will is totally complete, really great. And he got to say what he needed to say in his will. And so that makes me feel good. Sure. There's a personal fulfillment you must get. Yeah. Through seeing people through this process. Yes. And I've had little notes from family members uh, thanking me. Uh, I keep those in my my own personal archive of... uh, notes that I just keep at home mm-hmm. um, you know people who have uh, been diagnosed with terminal illness and have a real urgency and gone to their homes and we've filled it all out and uh, notes to the wife saying you know trust Colleen you know she, she was there for us and you know let her know when I go and but and then she's given that to me so that's wow. like so I'm making an impact for animals, yeah. but I'm making an impact on people's lives. In people's lives. lives. That's exactly and what that's I was about what to I say. love. Yeah. Right? That's amazing. Yeah. Um, so we both work in the fundraising <clears throat> area here yes. at Ontario SPCA. That think of in, thinking of it as a pie, there are a lot of different areas that the Ontario SPCA fundraises, or a lot of different ways. Yeah. So um, your piece of that pie, mm-hmm. planned giving. Is a significant one. Yes. Can you tell me about that? Like, can you guess the the percentage of gifts that the Ontario SPCA receives that is attributed to your program? So percentage of gifts. Well, right now, just for the, our listeners to know, um, how much our donors really value and um, and love the OSPCA because uh, to make a commitment after death is so. Um, um, well, what's the word that I'm looking for? It's, it's it's making a commitment that's really a commitment. It's not just that $50 that was going to come every month. or whatever, But it is like, uh, this is what I want to do with my money after I pass away. We have over 250 open files, bequest wow. files. And our revenue this year is uh, has reached over $5 million. Wow. So those are people who... Uh, consider animal welfare truly important. Mm-hmm. And so I get the privilege of talking to those people before they pass away, yeah. right? Yeah. And I know when I there's someone that I've talked to and then their file, like I get a, a, a notification from a lawyer, yeah, I, I have an emotional reaction, but it's like they're, they, they are now achieving what they set out to achieve. Yeah. 
uh, even in death. Very meaningful. Oh, it's like, it's not for, it's not just files for me. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's for me, it's these are people's wishes being fulfilled. Mm-hmm. And so 250 of them every year, it's like, it's amazing. Our donors are so um, thoughtful, so generous, so compassionate, and so passionate yeah. about animals. And they, they love them. Yet the need remains... I know. Uh, despite the, the success you're having in planned giving, uh, you know we still need uh, more people to raise their hands and let us know to make sure that animal welfare in Ontario is is looked after. Um, so how can people find out more about this? Obviously, we're going to share your contact information again. Mm-hmm. What about our website? Is there information on our website about it? There is information uh, that's being updated. Just okay. in case you know, just in case people go there now, there is information, but it is being updated because. Um, Things change, and one of the key things is legislation changes. Uh, and one of the things we didn't talk about, but you can give publicly traded securities and mutual funds. Okay. And so that was a legislation that changed, and you can eliminate your capital gains. And so every time there's new legislation, there's something, you know, a little tweak, we update that, and we're just refreshing that right at the moment. Okay. So there's a way that they can do that. But the best way is just to email me or okay. give me a call. So let's give people your contact information Again. So yes. it is. So it's Colleen Bradley, manager of Plan Giving, and um, my telephone number is one eight 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 six six eight seven seven two two, and my extension is three two four. And remember, I'm only in two days a week, so be patient if you call on a Tuesday, right? Uh, and my email address is c bradley c b r a d l e y at ospca dot o n dot c a. And any question, there is no question that is a, is a, a not a good question. They're mm-hmm. all really good questions. And uh, and if I don't know the answer, I have a whole resource team of lawyers that I can I can count on. Excellent. Yeah. Thanks for your time today. I really appreciate it. Oh, it's my pleasure. I appreciate everyone uh, tuning in, listening. Uh, I'd like to hear from our listeners as well on topics that they might want to hear covered on Animal's Voice. So. Um, my email address is K McKenzie, so that's M A C K E N Z I E at ospca.on.ca, or you can just call me at 1 and I'm at extension 309. Uh, thank you to Katie Leonard for technical direction, and we will hear from you again in the future. Thank you for joining us for another edition of Animals Voice Podcast. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and at our website, ontariospca.ca. Animals Voice Podcast is a production of the Ontario SPCA. The Society would like to thank all of our supporters. Together, we are the Animals Voice.